Hello and welcome to episode four of our podcast, Rogue Sons, a Star Wars podcast. We're on our fourth episode and we're really doing good. Um, I actually want to commend Thaden on his work with adding in sound effects. I really, I listened back to the episode a couple days ago uh, when it was launched and now we're doing this episode. But will be sound effects, as you'll know. I know. I was actually, I was really impressed with the sound effect you had having um, Nicolas Cage, the Nicolas Cage one. You found it, you cut it, it's good. It was exactly the thing that I was talking about at the time, which is great. So I, I just want to say that that's, that was great. Why, thank you. I've been having a fun time doing it. But um, yeah, so. We have a, well, we have a couple things we're going to do today. We're going to do a new segment called jedi knowledge or not which i'll be saying some phrases some famous phrases and i'm gonna try to trick thaden into thinking they're either jedi well i'm gonna gonna i'm gonna make them think they're all jedi and we'll we'll say whether it's a jedi saying or something that a jedi had said or if it's uh zen just some buddha or just something gandhi said something so we're gonna do that we're gonna do a draft we're gonna do this time we're gonna do a military draft so we'll We're going to draft non-Force users. We're going to draft... Oh, and special side note. We're not going to pick Thrawn because Thrawn would be on both of our teams. Probably number one pick. If Thrawn is on a team, that team kind of wins. So we're just going to avoid that. Yeah. We'll (laughs) We'll play it fair. He's going to be like uh, when you played Goldeneye on N64. You weren't allowed to be odd job. Yeah. Um, We'll do a little bit more good and bad. I'm going to ask... Thaden's got some good and bad ideas. Okay. So, without further ado, we're going to talk about a couple of subjects. We're both going to talk about a character that we like, who is not in movie, not not in the movies yet. Yeah, from Legends, both of ours are too. Yeah. I said yeah. that like Yoda. <laughs> from Legends, they are. <laughs> I was thinking I didn't know if your character was um, actually canon or not. So His I guess, name could be canon now, but that, we'll, we'll get into it. That's a good segue. That's a good segue. Let's jump into your character. Okay, well, mine, there's a chance he's canon because in Rise of Skywalker, there's the Sith army and they have a bunch of battalions named after famous Sith. I'm not sure if he is or not. Mine is Darth Sion because I think he's a really unique character. He's less so now that Maul is a thing. He came back because of his hatred and whatever, but Darth Sion, I thought, was, like, super scary the whole time you play Knights of the Old Republic 2. If anyone doesn't know, he's one of the main, like, Sith Lords in that game. He's the villain. And he basically can't die because he has so much hate in him that he's sort of already dead, but he just stays together because he hates everything. He's a threatening Sith in a way that I don't think we see a lot of the time. A lot of the time, Sith are, like... The closest comparison I can think of is Vader. Like, people feared Vader, yeah. right? Yeah, so Darth Sion started out as a Sith warrior in the Sith War, which is not only before Knights of the Old Republic, but it's before the war before that. There was the Sith Wars, then there's the Mandalorian Wars, then mm-hmm. there's Knights of the Old Republic, all that stuff. Yeah, so he was with the Sith in the Sith War. When the Sith are defeated, he, he dies, but he basically is you know so filled with hate he's such a sith that he comes back and keeps fighting and once malak is gone and like all that that like game ends he leads the jedi or leads the sith against the jedi to destroy the jedi and he he and nihilus both very much get rid of them there's only like I don't know. I feel like it's like a hundred, maybe, maybe like as much as a couple hundred. Okay, so this Sith Jedi definitely left, so started it's, it's winning like, at that point. It's like the Order sixty six purge. They get rid of the Jedi, and then he like 
basically goes to the ends of the earth to keep hunting Jedi. He's, I don't know, he's a very cool character because he's threatening and it feels like he's always there. Yeah. It feels like Nemesis in Resident Evil 3, like... He doesn't do that in the game. He's but around like, every corner. If the game was in a smaller setting, he would be that kind of guy. He just shows up sometimes and he's like, hey, I'm going to kill you guys. And then like, you can't really kill him. You're just like, I think I found something. And he's your star. <laughs> he's, um, he's a Sith who's like, he's got a lot of power and he uses it to be truly Sith. And he achieves something that the Sith go for a lot in immortality, basically. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I think there's a lot of cool things they could do with him. And also, somewhat, I feel like, in Legends, why I think he should show up in canon, is I think he was underutilized a bit, because he does have some backstory, but I think most of his story, if not all of it, is from Knights of the Old Republic 2. And that game's great, and it's long, but it's just one game. You hear the backstory, but I don't think you ever see it. If they had a game now that was like a big RPG, he could be like a scary villain pursuing you the whole time. Mm. He could, again, feel like Nemesis. Or like there's Inquisitors in the Fallen Order game who kind of just show up sometimes. And you're like, oh crap, like they found me. I gotta fight now. And yeah. And he yeah. can look way, way freakier. And he already looks pretty freaky. That's true. And in the, in the <laughs> graphics that they have, he looks pretty crazy. He still creeps me out. <laughs> I really like the idea of, like, the Sith power of being so angry or having yeah. so much hatred that you can't go away. I love that guy. Because I think I that's feel partly like, why I picked I, him. I feel like that's a power that's kind of, like, taken from, like, real life. In real life, your adrenaline kicks in. If you're if you're really going and you're really angry, and yeah. you can be really powerful, like, as an angry person. Even, like, in fighting, like, uh, you know, I, I'm a martial artist and I've done lots of... You know, I've done I've done lots of combat and studied combat before, and yeah, like there's a difference between when you're um, have really good training and you're staying calm and you're sticking to the plan, and then there's that like Mike Tyson type of like fury, just like angry, yeah, and it keeps you going, and like your body has a response that makes you be able to go more if you're you angry forward. and you have that adrenaline yeah. going. Good. Use your aggressive feeling. Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> to bring this back to Star Wars, I think it's cool, like, in Knights of the Old Republic, you get the feeling that he's coming back because of hate, but, like, when you fight him, it's it's a fight in that game. It's pretty standard. I think he just pretty much slashes around and whatever. Yeah. It's not all that detailed. But in a game now, you could, like, he could fight in a more desperate way than other characters, or, like, he could be vicious, and you could really feel it. Um... Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, so, I yeah, would I like think, to see Darth Saul. I think, yeah. yeah, I'd like to see him because he could be a cool character for story reasons. You know, it would be cool to see a Sith do that, to mm -hmm. come back from the dead repeatedly, and he does in that game. And then it's also just like he would look very cool now, and it would be cool to see how he fights. And he'd be you could bring him into now, and it would be, like, very worth it. <laughs> it would be a good update to him from Knights of the Old Republic, and mm -hmm. you could flesh him out a lot more yeah uh yeah i think that's about good for my scion talk now i think we can move on to a much more happy good guy character my eu character that i really like and i hope that eventually ends up in canon you never know how they'll do it um i would like to see coran horn this is a fun one because i know almost nothing about him <laughs> Yeah, well, he comes from he comes from EU books, which is like yeah. probably your weakest category of EU books. 
outside knowledge. of the old republic yeah, yeah i don't know that anything else pretty much mm-hmm. um, so yeah tell us about who he is so i know we described rail avaros as a cowboy before yeah uh Corin horn is a knight he is like yeah. he sounds like a knight he's a knight he's definitely a knight i mean the his name. his lightsaber is silver so you can imagine it as being a, a sword, sword. Uh, it, it has two different settings. So it yeah. has a setting that's the regular size, and then he has a setting that extends it yeah. to be... Yeah. I think it's described as being like a giant broadsword or giant knight sword that you would think of. And yep. um, yeah. and that doesn't define him, but you could see there's little things in there that kind of describe him as being well, a having, knight. Well, having a broadsword is something that Star Wars characters don't usually... That's a knight thing. Mm. <laughs> that would be pulling from knights and medieval the, the thing that really makes him sort of like a knight um is actually that he very much is into honor like he, he is very much yeah. an honorable person he tells people when they're not doing the honorable thing to do that's cool um i like that he like he, he's definitely talking about right and wrong and he does cross the line a couple of times so he starts off as a security officer and he's definitely a like straight laced by the books uh, security officer and he describes it before as that's what he thought he would do that would be the best thing to help people like the reason he does it that's, is because I like that. <laughs> that's that's the best thing he could do and later on the things that he does later on he does because it's the best thing he could do to help people yeah so he he's a security officer but that's not i mean the security part of it isn't i could go into that but that's not really the interesting part yeah the important part is that kind of tells you that his character is all about he's looking for to do good yeah yeah he's, he's like a superhero like a vigilante kind of superhero. he is he's he's like um Although he's like a kid who grew up and said i'm gonna be a policeman you know yeah yeah and that like, kind of thing we know how we you know we have weird opinions on cops now but <laughs> the the good kind, but the, yeah the, you know the, the kind who's who, actually in it for the right the person reasons. who said i want to help people and this is how i can do it when he becomes a little bit of a better character or a little bit more of an important character is when he joins Rogue Squadron. Yeah. So he's a really good pilot and he ends up becoming, well, Tycho, uh, Tycho Kelchu. Uh, no idea. <laughs> he's from Rogue Squadron as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, takes him under his wing and um, he becomes kind of like his, like he becomes his mentor. He becomes Rogue Nine. Like he ends up having his own little squadron as well. And, uh, he does really well. He's part of a lot of the important battles as well. And um, one of the important things that happens, though, is he actually gets captured and taken to... Um, it's like a giant uh, Star Destroyer, but it's a prison. He gets captured and he gets tortured by a character. Her name is Sane Izzard. Anyway, she has like a crazy technique with torturing people and getting information out of them. And Koran is pretty much the only person... Who has survived this and like not given up any information? Um, he actually is the first prisoner to escape, mm. as well. So like those are some interesting That's things that only he was able to some, do. Yeah, some good tidbits that show he's capable. Mm. He gets captured, he escapes, um, and then I think it's really important that he goes back to Rogue Squadron after that. So like he, you know, survives a long harrowing you know journey. like journey yeah and yeah. then he goes right back to it and he goes after uh isard he's also part of rogue squadron who takes down thrawn he's part of that series i don't know he doesn't play a giant part he plays a, a 
more of a part in the Rogue Squadron books and the like is he, New Jedi Order books. Yes, I was just going to say, does he join with Luke's Jedi Order afterwards? He does, he yeah. does. Um, so um, he gets invited. They realize that he's using the Force and uh, he gets recruited by Luke. So this is where we get to the more interesting parts of him. This is, I actually read about the parts of him being a Jedi before I knew about the other parts, really. He trained at the at the Yavin Four New Jedi Order Praxium. Yeah. And um, basically, actually, he like I guess I like him because he's kind of like Qui Gon in a way. Yeah. All of his Force <laughs> powers are based on the fact that he has like good reflexes, good meditation. Like the world seems slower to him because he can focus he's a clear and mind. like yeah he he clears his mind and he can focus and yeah. he actually his telekinesis he <laughs> like apparently is described as not like having a hard time moving a rock That's and strange, luke helps cool. luke helps him with a lot of his abilities and things like that um he seems like a person who can persuade people to do things earlier on in books and things like that too yeah and, and uh it turns out that he's actually really good at putting thoughts into people's yeah, minds that's really cool <laughs> so he's like past in, in in persuasion he's actually like another level past that yeah. Like, he can put thoughts into your mind. Yeah. And you would think that they were your thoughts. So, uh, and he doesn't really know that he's doing that earlier on, but. Yeah. So, the part that I really fell in love with um, Corin yeah. is during the Yuzen Vong War, which, I mean, a lot of people hate. I didn't mind it, but I really fell in love. He uh, engages in a battle over a planet with. Um, one of the main, well, he's one of the main characters in that book for the Yuzen Vong. His name is Shado Shai, I think. It's basically, they had a showdown over it. They said like, oh, we're not going to have a war or whatever. We're going to have, we'll have a fight. And um, he fights, and this character also killed one of his comrades that he really liked. But the, the fight is described really well. And that's one, uh, once again, where you get the idea that he's a knight. You know, he's like, we yeah. will... You know, we'll show down, we'll do this honorable fight between the two of us, and that'll be it. And nothing else has to happen. Yeah. And he, you know, he stuck up for everybody. I mean, yeah, and it, this was, I think this was kind of the defining moment for me about him. He does, um, he does end up being a Jedi Master during the Dark. He becomes a Jedi Master during the Darkness trilogy. I didn't find him to be as interesting a character at this point, but... The important part to know about him for putting him into the new canon would be that, like, he is a very, like, he has kind of a, his own code of honor. I think that would be interesting in uh, new canon, partly because a lot of what we've gotten is Shades of Grey, which is really good. It's good storytelling, I think, to show that there's somewhere in the middle between good and bad. Mm -hmm. But it would also be interesting to be like, hey, here's this guy who's just good. He, yeah. He's a good person. He's genuinely a good person. And well, there's not some selfish motive behind it or anything like that. Anyways, but, yeah, um, so could talk about Jedi forever. <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, I think he would be a great character for, for think, new canon. Well, I've only heard about him today, really. I've heard a little bit before now. But, yeah. Um, and I think, I agree. He sounds like he sounds like he'd be a good addition to to the Disney canon. And it would be a weirdly unique character. You, it, it's strange to think that having a guy who's just good is kind of a unique thing in the new canon, but it sort of is. There's a lot of gray right now, and I don't know. It'd be interesting to see someone who's not like that. 
All right, so we have a new segment, and this segment I have prepared for you, Thaden, and it is Jedi Wisdom or Not. I'm super excited. So, basically, you're going to give some quotes, and I'm going to have to say if I think it's a Jedi or not a Jedi who said them, right? Yes, I have okay. five or six quotes. Okay. They're all either quotes from a Jedi, or they are quotes from history. And right. I can replace, so the rule is, I can replace something with Jedi. So, if the word... Yeah is you know anything if it's farmer politician whatever i could say jedi instead yeah just because you know if it was like if it said american yeah. or something like yeah like well i think it's <laughs> it's not a jedi when the jedis first uh, discovered america um uh, that's jedi well you'll hear your first one here so the first one what the superior jedi seeks is in himself what the small Jedi seeks is in others. Damn. I'm going to go with not a Jedi. You are correct. Okay. That is a quote from Confucius. I barely know who that is. I mean... I know the name. <laughs> if he was a Jedi, you're a Sith, you'd know him. If he was a Sith, That's you'd know him. That's true. <laughs> Sith yeah, Lord Confucius. Yeah, the last Confucius. thing was true. <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> you probably <Confucius>. do. <laughs> okay. So, next one. Next quote. To seek is to suffer. To seek nothing is bliss. You are not a Jedi? You are correct. Okay. That is, uh, that's from the Bodhidharma. It's from a, it's from a Buddhist scripture. Yeah. I didn't think Jedi talked about bliss too much, so I was going with that. On to number three. Concentrate more on your achievements than your failures. Learn to take the failures as opportunities to rectify your errors. Jedi. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's Qui-Gon. I feel like it's from Master and Apprentice. I could totally be wrong. Oh, I can't find where it's from. All right, well, it's from something. All right, so we got that one right. On to round four. The most beautiful form of mastery is the art of letting go. I feel like I've heard this, but I've heard a lot of Jedi sayings, and I've heard a lot of not Jedi sayings. This one's hard. I can see this one as being either. Yeah. I, mean, I know the answer, but I can well, see it being in either one. <laughs> yeah. The art of mastery is in letting go, or along those lines. The most beautiful form of mastery okay. is the art of letting go. Okay. Not a Jedi. It is ah! a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> It is from. I was so on the fence on that one. It is from from a certain point of view. Ah, I haven't. That's, <laughs> I've read almost every single canon book. That's one of like four that I haven't read. And you're being punished for it. <laughs> no. What have I done? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> All right. Oh, so man. next one. Um, <laughs> wise Jedi don't seek. Or don't judge. They seek to understand. Not a Jedi. Wise Jedi don't judge. They seek to understand. Not a Jedi. Not a Jedi is correct. Okay. It's from Wei like Wu Wei. Well, I'm I not sure what that is. Who that is or for why sure. Why Wu Wei? Is it W E I? W E I. I think it's Wei. So you were yeah. four for five. That's pretty good. 
That's good. <laughs> I was incredibly on the fence about that. Yeah, I tried to get ones that I thought could be both. Um, yeah, I could definitely believe any of them being Jedi or not Jedi. I just kind of tried to figure it out. I don't know. I think that was smart pointing out that Bliss doesn't seem like a... Yeah. You know, Bliss doesn't seem like the, a thing the Jedi talk about too much. They talk about, I don't know, like feelings and stuff but i don't think that's bliss true. usually comes out yeah no they talk about more like being uh peaceful than they do about bliss yeah, like yeah all right so that is jedi knowledge or not i enjoyed it a lot all right <laughs> you have to do it again so we'll yeah, i should do, do a sith one for you oh my god <laughs> i'm gonna have to find some awful quotes though so maybe i shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true awful right. quotes you're like no that was darth trump <laughs> he said it last week <laughs> Anyways, um, so I think we can move on to our next quick little segment, which is the good or the bad. Yes. This time, it'll only be me doing it, unless, you know, if you think of any, you can throw some in at the end. I'll try but to remember. I come at, up with at good the ideas moment, pretty quickly. <laughs> at the moment, it's only me doing three of them, and Kieran will give me, I'm basically going to pitch three ideas. Kieran will tell me if they're good or bad. It turned out good last week. It was fun. It was good. <laughs> So, number one idea. Number one. This one I thought about a bunch. I like it, but uh, we'll see. I think with, especially with how popular Clone Wars got this year, it's the second most popular streaming show, I think, in North America at least. There should be, since they can't do a sequel, or they can't do a show that's like season eight of Clone Wars because it brings you to the end of the Clone Wars, I think they should do like an anthology show or even just one season that's like Jedi of the Clone Wars and like there could be like a four episode Plo Koon thing, a four episode Mace Windu thing and like Yoda and like you just hop from different Jedi and then do like, uh, it could just be like a quick mini series and then done. Hmm. Not, not to go on for like 10 years, just like something quick and done. Yeah. Ooh, that's bad. No! <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm quickly, I'm going to give okay. you the bad for one reason. Okay. Clone Wars is oversaturated. It's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Clone Wars is by far the longest show, so I can, yeah. No, it's like, that. it's like the, you know, how long did it last? The actual the, Clone Wars The Clone lasted. Wars, like that. The event, the Clone Wars in Star Wars yeah. happened, it's three years, so yeah. Yeah, it's three <laughs> years that we've been learning about Seven for ten seasons. years, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'll give you the bad. That's why I was thinking like quick short stories. But to be fair, we also do have that anyways in the Clone Wars. And there's a book. How's Koran ever going to get in the EU? How's Koran ever going to get in the the Clone Wars? uh... (laughs) But anyways, so yeah, that's fair. My next one, I think there should be, this is just a story kind of thing that I think should happen somewhere. There should be, like, an actual story about a droid-like revolt. Because you see all the time in Star Wars, like, always, droids are treated like crap. And you see, like, with R2 and other characters like C-3PO, they have some level of sentience. So it's kind of like racism. (laughs) I feel like there should be some sort of revolt. And to clarify, I'm not saying you're racist if you don't say this is a good idea. This, this isn't the same thing. It's just sort of similar. I'm not droidophobic. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what you, if you're like... Is there a word for that? Probably. Being... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's got to be... There's got. I mean, it's one of the classic, you know, 
one of the classic story ideas is man versus machine. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it could be. I mean, they could have a full blown out like Terminator type thing going on. Really. I yeah. Mean, there's a lot of droids out there. It could go like total domination, or it could just be like there's a rebellion, even like an like a civil rights movement. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's well, what like, it sounded. That's what it sounded like. L three was supposed to be going for in the solo movie. She was like that. She was like yeah. an activist yes, for droid rights. Yes. That's kind of where I thought of the idea from. Yes, actually, uh, I had. Never thought of that in the Star Wars world. That's good. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I, I think it could be, if an astromech unit or, or any sort of droid was powerful enough, it could, you know, tell a Star, de- Star Destroyer full of people to crash into a planet. Like, you know, Anakin could... did that once, actually. <laughs> if Anakin did it, it's powerful. Yeah, that's true. Um, There's a lot of powerful things. Yeah, no, okay. I, I think that's a good idea. Ooh. Next one. All right, so I think I'd love to see it can be like as little as like a one-off comic or like just a little TV show thing, like a short one episode thing or something. Yeah. I want to see a story about Figrin Dan and the modal nodes. <laughs> Doesn't have to be like Star Wars related. It can just be about their band. But I think it could be hilarious watching a bunch of Biff go around and like try to get a gig. You know what? If this was, yeah, if this was like a short, yeah, like a I fi- don't want it to be long, like a five minute short on on Disney, yeah. like it could be really funny. Good job. Yeah, I think that could be good. Okay, so now, Kieran's got some good or bad as well. I only have two, and they're kind of closely related. So the first one is I would like to see a Star Wars show or I mean this would have to be a show I think. Actually it could do well as a comic book. Basically like a Breaking Bad type of thing. So not Breaking Bad in the fact that it has anything to do with drugs or anything but in Breaking Bad you have a character Walter who is like the most innocent like you know he's like a school teacher and he has he's a family a person, and think, he's kind of like worried about having a family. Uh, like he's worried about his new family member. He's having a baby or, you know, he's worried about like regular person problems and yeah. things like that. And he breaks into, you know, he gets into, I mean, if you've seen, everyone's seen Breaking Bad. So I'm just going to go and assume that most people have seen it. But he turns from such an innocent character to the like worst it's badass like person awful. ever. Like, yeah. In the end, like, at one point, he, like, tells his best buddy that he, like, murdered his girlfriend yep. and he didn't give a shit. Yep. And he's like, that. I don't care. I watched her die. I could have done something yep. and I didn't. It's pretty awful. And, like, yeah, he did. He does and says so many awful things. I would like to see, like, the rise of... It doesn't even have to be, like... It could be, like, of course, it could be a Sith Lord. You know, Darth Heisenberg could be a thing <laughs> pretty easily, but... Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think... For a show, comic. Okay. I would not. I don't think I'd like it in a comic because I feel like comics have to be action packed more often, especially in Star Wars. And I think this would be better if it wasn't. And then when I thought of that idea, it made me think of another TV show, which is Sons of Anarchy, which is another great show that everyone loves. And the great thing about Sons of Anarchy is that Sons of Anarchy makes you cheer for terrible people so it makes you see like you know you're like oh no they're gonna kill this person you feel bad and like people were crying over characters that died and it was really really became outrageous and it's like 
you know, every once in a while, you'd remind yourself, like, guy, th- these guys... <laughs> these are bad people. These, these are <laughs> drug-dealing bikers who, like, murder people. Like, they light yeah. people on fire. They do, like, terrible <laughs> things. And so I think it would be really interesting to see, like, a group of bounty hunters or something like that who are terrible people, but, like, still somehow get that camaraderie feeling that makes people cheer for them anyways. I'm going to go with... Good. I have not seen Sons of Anarchy, but that whole concept is very much like The Last of Us, and that game makes me feel a lot of things <laughs> it makes you sad when bad people die <laughs> and it's yeah and I, I i know the feeling of that and i know how good that can be in mm. storytelling so i'm gonna go with good the other thing i was thinking as well we can combine this with my idea from last time with the sith following two sith who are like trying to hide in the thousand Ooh. years where sith are extinct making you feel good for like two secretive awful sith would be or feel like sympathy for them would be really cool <laughs> yeah what do you think of that idea that's good yeah <laughs> we got a bonus one in there all right disney <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> feel free to email this. us <laughs> okay <laughs> so i think i think that's about good for our good and bad yes segment. that is good and <laughs> bad i got a bad feeling about this <laughs> all right let's go with the draft so this is the draft and this is our military draft. Uh, so we're going to draft characters um, who are not Force users. And we made the no Thrawn, no yeah. no odd job rule that we talked about. <laughs> yeah. He's um, too overpowered, guys. He's too overpowered. He's a for military genius. Yeah, for this list at least. He's but cool, though. We have so, a commander yep. who is like a ground force character. Yeah. So That would be like the leader of the troops kind of thing. Yeah. We have an admiral which for this purpose is going to be the leader of the fleet, where we have intelligence. Now, intelligence is not just planning or smarts. Intelligence is like Spy. spying. Yeah, like yeah. CIA's in- intelligence Shield agency. Shield from Marvel. Um, we're going to have a strategist. So, I mean, most of our characters are going to be strategists, but this is someone who looks at the overall strategy. Yeah. And then we're going to have a general. And I know that the ranks are not always exactly with admiral and general, but general is going to be the overseeing everything person. It is, yeah. um, it's the main person for us. This is our, this is the vision of that person for yeah, the entire it's the top person. Think more like general Hux kind of thing. He's, you think yeah. of him as in charge of both the fleets and the ground it's forces. True. That's it's true. That sort of thing. Yeah. General is a weird term because it's kind of used for different people, but yeah, that's, that's the one we're using for this case so we got that and so we got five rolls this time which makes yep. it a little bit harder we got lists we made them up and i think you go first, first. i, I go first, first for the sith Ooh. so who talks first you talk first i talk first yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> i talk first um i'm gonna take one character first because this is my only character i have for this role so Ooh. my intelligence operative is going to be cassian andor yeah, he's, I think we know who he is. He is a spy. He's in Rogue One, and he's, I think, pretty good at his job. All right, so you're round so, one pick. My first one, it's kind of a tough one. I, I had a hard time thinking of this role, but I think he's good. I've seen him lead, like, I've seen him lead a war on the ground and in space. Mm. So I'm going to go with my strategist as Akbar. Okay, yeah. And the ground war is, quote-unquote, a ground war. It's in the Clone Wars. He helps lead the war on Mon Cala. 
Oh, which is yes. The Water Wars. I like it's that episode. Water Wars. I, I like that he, arc. Yeah. I like that arc. <laughs> yeah. And I think he does a pretty good job there. He's He's got heart. I don't know. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, you cross him off your list. <laughs> That's not what I was doing. <laughs> all right. So I'm sure we all know who Akbar is. He doesn't need much explanation. Yeah. Now your second pick. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Admiral Tarkin. Yeah, that fits. <laughs> Tarkin, um, yeah, he's definitely, he's well-rounded for sure. Yeah. He's, I see other people as being, you know, I, I think a lot of people see him as being a vicious, like, mean character. I see him as a character who is going to do what he said he was going to do, and he'll yeah. do it in, in, with any means. He's very cold. Yeah, like, I I don't feel like... I don't know if mean's the right word exactly, but he's definitely cold. Yeah. hearted yeah. Okay. Um, your next pick. Yes, I'm gonna go with my admiral next. He's actually from Rogue One as well, Admiral Radis. He's the Mon Calamari guy who joins in like that battle, and he helps like coordinate everything that's going on there. He, you see him, and he feels like he's very much the one in control, like in charge up in space, in okay. the space battle. There, he's the Mon Calamari. He's like blue, and in a big old Mon Calamari ship. Does he die in that movie? He does, but he, like, sacrifices himself. I think he's a good well, leader as well. He has, like, that that kind of quality, same as I think Akbar does, that he cares about what he's doing, he puts his heart into it, and he wants to win, and he'll, you know, go that extra mile, I feel like. He helps out there. He didn't. He wasn't even supposed to go there. But, anywho, let's go with your next pick. Third pick? Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, my clone, Fordo. I so, know, I know who that is. Is he, he the one from the cart, like the two D cartoon? Yes, he is the one from the uh, from the cartoon. He's the badass one. The, yes, the Samurai <laughs> Jack animation. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Like he, so that show is amazing. It's really I highly good. recommend it. it it's Watch it's it. Star Wars Clone Wars. It's not Star Wars the Clone Wars. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah, that show's amazing, and it's yeah, really it good. shows a bunch of like it shows a few clips of him like taking down so many people. You know, like if you watch the show, you'll see how awesome he is. He kicks yeah, he's ass, a badass, and he is a commander, so he. Um, I know yep. for sure he's a badass clone. That's my guy. <laughs> I'm gonna go with my intelligence commander, leader, whatever the spy, Vimarati. She's um in the resistance. She's like the top spy you get the impression it's hard to know there's not all that much information on the resistance but you definitely get the impression she's the top spy she resists a whole lot of torture and doesn't give anything up she escapes she turns a guy she turns like a i think he's a captain like like how phasma's a captain she turns him to their team and has him as like sort of she she gets more out of him than he gets out of her basically while she's being interrogated and then she is also on Batu, if you go to the Disney World, she's one of the characters you can see walking around, and it's there's an actual story as to why she's there. She basically set up like an outpost there to work as like a spy kind of outpost and recruit people and like that kind of thing. And yeah, she's she's proven herself a lot, <laughs> mostly in the first book that she's in because that's where most of the torture and stuff happens. But she also like competently takes down a lot of first order troopers. She avoids being caught by them on Batu for a long time when they show up. And yeah, she's like a good leader in that position as well. I think she's a good intelligence leader. Like so, she'd be good as the top intelligence person. All right. So my strategist, 
You're making a face that says, I'm going to like this one. It's a character by the name of Mieber Gascon. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, I'm going to give this a good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you explained who he is, because I, I feel like most people don't know. If you don't remember him, he's actually in a few Clone Wars episodes. He's in four of them. Four he spins. is that guy who looks like a tiny frog. <laughs> he's like the size of a phone. He's specifically like a strategist in a way that like playing a board game would be like he. Yeah, you picked him as your strategist, right? He's my Not strategist, okay, yes. Because that's the other thing he could fit in. No, he was bad as an intelligence yeah, officer okay. because he didn't do very good in yeah. that mission. And then one of the droids calls him a map <laughs> so reader. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah. he's like a. Yeah, that's what he does. He's, he analyzes maps and stuff, but he—that's strategy. He's military he, yeah, strategy. Yeah, so he—he he is like, if you think of like. Uh, old wars like you think of napoleon you know being like, like we'll send our troops up here yeah and they have and the then, actual board yes with our things. yeah our guys will come around this way and trap them here yeah he seems to be more like that kind of strategist yeah so look him up watch him he's, he's hilarious in, in season, season five. five yeah season five he's near the middle it's the hundredth episode story arc that was a fantastic can't choice. be that can you <laughs> I have a uh, kind of funny sounding choice at first, but it makes sense if you go further into their history. So mine, no, it, I'm going with my commander. So I went with uh, Captain Cardinal, but uh, I forget his name as a resistance guy. He's the captain who Vimerati turns and who tortures Vimerati for a while. And he's a captain in the First Order. He wears red armor instead of Phasma's silver chrome kind of armor. Um, he trains troops and, like, he, you know, like, knows them since birth and trains them all about military tactics and stuff. And um, he used to, like, go on missions and things like that. And I think another part of the reason I'm choosing him is because of his heart. I don't know if a lot of Rebellion characters here, mm -hmm. or that kind of character, Rebellion Resistance, he turns because he sees what's wrong with the First Order and he wants to do the right thing. He sees, like... Vi keeps telling him about, like, how the First Order goes and just destroys towns and stuff like that. And, yeah. like, he doesn't necessarily know about all that stuff because the First Order keeps him out of that because they know he's kind of a good man. Yeah. And then he he's involved as well on Batu with Vimerati. He's, it's her and him and a couple other characters from the start. And they help, they both help establish a base there and he gets like very injured and he's recovering like the whole time but he still does everything that he can and he's still like yeah well there's some other spoilery stuff but well okay quick spoiler it's gonna be like 15 seconds spoilers for the book black spire and for captain cardinal you've been warned he sacrifices himself as well to oh. save vimerati from being found out basically like there's some people who find them and then they're going back up on a ship with cardinal mm -hmm. and he, he destroys he destroys the ship oh. with him oh, on it okay so yeah i think yeah he's a good person now there's should be one more pick for you i believe yes yes i need the person general? overseeing it all Your general me too gonna go with holdo yeah yeah i really respect the character um obviously she had to hold back from everyone that there wasn't really much hope yeah. And uh, she sacrificed herself as well. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> um, so she was an integral part to... A good leader. To the yeah. Resistance surviving. So, yeah, she she's integral to the Resistance uh, surviving. And she had the trust of Leia. And she... 
she's known Leia since they were like both 16. Mm, <laughs> That's yeah. in one of the books. Um, and also, I just want to say she seems like kind of a bee. <laughs> And, like, that happens, and... But that's also, like, he was being very insubordinate. Yeah. And also, she, in the books that she shows up in, which I think is only the one with Leia and maybe one other, I'm not 100% sure, she's definitely super weird and, like, out there. And, like, she's always, like, thinking about things in her own way, and, like, she comes up with solutions to problems in her own way. Mm-hmm. And so that could kind of be why she was like that. She was... She's just a bit aloof. But I picked, very her, much I picked her as the, you know, leader of mine because I like her overall vision and I feel like she has the right heart to carry out what I yeah, would like to Yeah, definitely I think she's got the heart for it. Uh, mine has a less kind heart. He's not so much with the rebellion and that stuff, but to be fair, his not species, I guess. It's not a species. It's a creed. They fight against the Empire and rebels and, you know, they're against the Empire. So he kind of fits into the rebellion. So my general is Mandalore the Ultimate. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I was actually really happy when I thought about him because he's very different than the other ones. The Ultimate Mandalore. Yeah, so anyone who doesn't know, he was the Mandalore. Well, Mandalore is the ruler of the planet Mandalore and the Mandalorians. Mm -hmm. That's what they call their leader. Yeah. And he was the ruler of the Mandalorians in the Mandalorian Wars, in which they kind of screw over the Jedi quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) They do a good job of that, and also the Republic. They kind of like, I think they basically bring it to its knees, and then Knights of the Old Republic, the Sith come, and they take it from there basically so yeah um he's a good strategist uh his plan like the way he fights the republic is a really cool idea he basically probes their defenses by going like taking over a bunch of like outer rim worlds that the republic doesn't have much of a stake in or like they maybe have like an outpost there or something and that way they see like okay here's how the republic sets up a base or here's how they you know here's their flying strategies i don't know what to call that yeah he goes that kind of thing he, he probes it he learns their tactics by testing little tiny battles that he can definitely win and as a result he takes over all those planets and the people and a lot of them end up joining the mandalorians as well and also mandalorians fight with a good code of honor he's he's portrayed as like the villain in that war and in that war he is corrupted beforehand by some ancient sith i'm pretty sure that, that's a whole thing. Yeah. I'm not going with the corruption thing. I just mean Mandalore himself for this team. Yep. Like the strategy and who he really is. And yeah, I think he's he's got a good heart as a general in the way that like he has the heart for battle. We're, we're, not, we're not necessarily good or bad. We're going for the win here. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a good warrior. And I think he'd do good with this team because say they were fighting against oppression like the rebels are, he'd probably probably be with that seeing as how the mandalorians did that well let's let's the review Empire. your team then your, so yes. your team your your leader leader is, is mandalore, mandalore the, the ultimate. ultimate yes the strategist is akbar the admiral is radis intelligence is vimarati and the commander is i guess his official title was captain i'm pretty sure captain cardinal all right so that's your team you have anything to add about why they would work well together i mean you i think i i I don't see any outliers this time there's no uh, there's no wicket hanging out and i'm like why did that happen (laughs) yeah i think the closest to that i get is probably mandalore yep because he's not in any resistance or rebellion and the other ones actually all are which is weird for me i think basically like they'd all they all 
have experience in the areas that I've put them in. And they all have a pretty good amount of experience there. And they have shown that their experience leads to good results as well. It's not just experience for the sake of it. They also all have, like we've said a bunch of times, the heart for it. They, like, all of the resistance and rebellion people, they fight for what they believe in. Simply by fighting in those wars, they, they're choosing to fight for what they believe in. And a bunch of them sacrifice themselves. Or two. Two of them sacrifice themselves. And with Mandalore, he has the warrior spirit. And since he's leading this team that I put, I think he'd be, like, really good for that. He brought the Republic down to its knees. It was a different Republic than it is now. Yeah. They're, like, at their at the time of the Empire. But, yeah. like, he still... It was still a Republic, and it was still a lot of systems, and it was still the Jedi as well. There's always a new Republic and an old Republic, but based on what time you're talking... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so take us through your team. Okay, so I have my Commander, Fordo. Um, I have my Admiral, Tarkin. And I think uh, Tarkin is good. In, Tarkin in Admiral role, he's really good, but he worked under someone all the time. He seemed like he could have probably done it on his own, but he did work under like someone, so he could he do that. He worked under someone more because it was just like, yeah, I kind of feel like someone needs to tell me what to do, and then I will get it done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he probably could have figured out something he wanted to do anyways, but that's the impression I get. I have Cassian uh, as my intelligence operator, uh, operative, and I yeah. think... The same thing. He also would get things done, like if they needed to be done. Yeah, and, that's how. Uh, I mean, he Rogue was one opens. Pretty he much. was going to assassinate Galen Nurso as well, yeah. right? And, and yeah, he has. He was hanging around with the people. Yeah, well, he thought he thought that was what was right, and he also knew the people he's with would not think that was what yeah. was right, and he was going to do it anyways. And yeah, that too. And he was yeah. able to keep it he'll away do, from them. He'll do what's right. Like he'll he won't kill Galen yeah. if he thinks it really is right. He believes Jin at that point, and like he's like okay no we yeah. need to do something else because you know the higher-ups don't know about this part mm -hmm. and then before that he's like okay based off everything we know galen Urso needs to be stopped and he goes to pretty great lengths to do it yeah and my strategist me bergascon yes. you know he's i don't even have to explain him anymore and then <laughs> yeah, over yeah i just like someone with Matt my Breeder. same view uh which is holdo and she's gonna yeah execute what my vision would be so i think it's a, it's an interesting draft the only thing is i don't know if people know the characters you have so it's an interesting one for gone it's it it's an interesting one for anyone to pick who a winner or a loser is so yeah. i'm gonna have to call on if some you of my would like you can go ahead and look up some of my characters <laughs> you can that's right i They're mean quite cool yeah uh that about does it uh, that's the draft so we'll post it and we'll see if anybody has any opinions yeah. on why Be Beaver sure Gascon is the best in. character. I mean, he is pretty good, I'll admit that. <laughs> He's also just a friggin' map reader. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's a, another another episode for us. And we will see you next time. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs>